Hello there, my name is Danny Yeoman, wild bird expert for Pets Corner and developer of Peter and Paul Bird Feeds. Welcome to the first of a number of special podcasts looking at feeding birds at different times of the year. Every couple of months I'll be giving you the hints, tips and advice on what to feed at that time of year. So, for the first one, we'll be looking at feeding birds in March and April. Contrary to popular belief, less food is actually available in spring than at any other time of the year. That's because winter supplies of berries and seeds have largely gone, and new growth hasn't yet had time to come through at a high enough level to sustain bird populations. During March and April, the arrival of insects in vertebrates can also be sporadic too. If especially wet or cold spells return, with flies and other insects reduced in numbers and earthworms unable to get to the soil surface to feed species like blackbirds. At this time of year it's best to provide a buffet cart of various varieties as different types of food will cater to a wide array of species. But foods like Peter and Paul mealworm mix, Peter and Paul in full song, Peter and Paul vivid colour, live or dried mealworms and peter and paul mealworm syrup pellets will give you a great start now by march we can usually safely say that spring has arrived whatever the weather may be garden birds will have been preparing for breeding for some time now building nests and chirping away in the trees and bushes traditional wisdom is that at this time of year with the worst of weather behind us birds had to learn to fend for themselves and we should no longer provide a helping hand thankfully research has shown that this is not the best course of action and particularly so at this time when many of our common birds are showing a decline in numbers which is more than likely a result of human activity, such as building on natural land and the removal of hedgerows for modern farming methods. No wonder we see more wildlife per square metre on grassy verges at the side of dual carriageways than anywhere else. It's probably one of the last places that hasn't been tampered with. The least we can do is try to supplement the birds for their loss by feeding our feather friends good quality natural food. After all, it is now becoming overwhelmingly clear that feeding throughout the spring and summer months can make a real difference. The more birds we help to successfully raise broods in the spring and summer, the more birds we can enjoy in our garden for years to come. Also, by feeding the best quality food, you're doing your bit to save the UK's endangered species. So keep up the good work, and remember, spring feeding will help breeding. So here's what to feed during March and April. Firstly, Peter and Paul mealworm mix. Peter and Paul mealworm mix has been specially formulated to benefit baby and fledgling birds, helping them to gain weight quickly and to maintain them in peak condition. Bursting with protein-rich, nutritious ingredients, it will give them all the energy they need to help them grow. Also, Peter and Paul In Full Song. Peter and Paul In Full Song is a nutritious mix of soft grains, sunflower hearts, mealworms and fruit that will have robins, blackbirds and thrushes alike returning for your garden for more. Also, Peter and Paul Vivicolor. Peter and Paul Vivicolor is designed to attract Britain's most beautiful birds into your garden, the tits and the finches. The oil-rich seeds in this mix will also help to enhance their colourful plumage, and that will help them attract a mate so they can start breeding. Also, mealworms. 
either live or dry, are an excellent source of protein and are one of the best foods you can give your birds. Please remember though that if you are feeding dried mealworms at this time of year, that you should soak them in a little clean fresh water before putting them out, only for about 5-10 minutes. This will just ensure that all the chicks are getting all the moisture they need from all the food that they're eating. Also, Peter and Paul mealworm suet pellets. For a real source of energy, Peter and Paul mealworm suet pellets are the ultimate fast food for birds. A highly nutritious blend of premium quality ingredients with energy packed suet that will give an instant life saving boost to hungry birds. Also during March and April, you should look out for birds building nests. Whatever species of bird you have in your garden, you'll see them finding various nesting materials around the garden. Tits will choose the softest nesting material they can. Talk of cat hair, dried grass, fluffy seed heads such as old man's beards and even cobwebs. Robins build their nests from equally soft materials and moss. Pigeons on the other hand will put a few twigs together for their young to nest in. However your garden visitors choose to build their nest, I would recommend giving them a helping hand by leaving out some suitable nesting material in the garden. If you have a dog or a cat when grooming them, why not buy a cheap peanut feeder, like the great and small economy peanut feeders that we sell in Pets Corner, and put some of the shed hair into it. It makes great nesting material. Also during March and April, be aware of declining bird species. Over recent years, the boom in redevelopment has led to a huge shortage of natural space for birds to live on. The once abundant house sparrow is a prime example. However, more recently, ornithologists have monitored a steady decline in the number of song thrushes, spotted flycatchers, willow tits and pied wagtails. It is very important for us to carry on feeding our birds good quality food throughout the year and spring is no exception. The best thing you can do to help at this time of year is to leave out as many different types of good quality, highly beneficial foods as possible. By helping the busy and exhausted parents this way, you'll be boosting the population of the next generation of birds. Not only are our native birds in steady decline, but summer visitors are returning in fewer numbers than they used to, meaning our summers are becoming altogether quieter. It is a great concern to any bird lover like myself, so we need to group together to do something about it. And the way she can help is by providing more nest boxes. All species need nesting space in which to raise their young. By providing suitable nesting spaces, you will be helping to preserve a number of garden bird species. Natural nest sites for birds such as holes in trees or old buildings are disappearing fast as gardens are tidied and old houses are repaired. Placing a nest box in your garden gives you the chance to contribute to birds conservation while giving you the pleasure of observing any breeding birds that you attract to the nest box. Nest boxes can be put up at any time of the year, but if you leave it much later than early February, there's a much less chance of them occupying it in the same year. It is the most natural of instincts for birds to explore other territories to find a suitable nest site. Even if you have been feeding them all winter, come the spring they will want to pair up and find a place to share a nest. 
If your garden has all the requirements, they're very likely to stay in the territory they know. There are a great many birds who use man-made nest boxes to nest in, and the more boxes you provide, the higher the chances of you having birds to occupy them. The sighting of the nest box is as important as selecting the correct type of box. Once you have located it in the correct place, the birds will find it and hopefully make a nest. There is no certain method, but a few tips can help improve your chances of success. Nest boxes should be put up in early January through to the end of February. Birds will often choose a well-worn box, and so it's best to put them up and leave them in position for the following year. Find a spot away from the day-to-day -day traffic of your home, not next to a door or moving object. Select a quieter part of your garden. Bear in mind the activity of neighbours if they live close. The box should face between north and east to maximise light and reduce the worst of the weather. And also consider potential threats to nestlings. Avoid locating the box where cats and other predators can lay in wait. Use more than one nest box for each species of bird. You'll increase your chances of attracting your favoured bird. And chances are you'll find them being used by other birds as well. Spread the nest box around your garden. Most birds occupy territories and so may fight if the boxes are too close together. Position the box away from the feeding station. The feeding station attracts other birds to your garden and so requires defending by the resident birds if they're close by. Do not put nesting material into the nest box. It's more likely to put off potential occupants. You can put some wood shavings at the bottom, not straw, but the best way, as I've already mentioned, to help birds is to provide them with nesting material in your garden, such as the hair from your recently groomed dog or cat, wool or feathers. During incubation, so that's February through to July, grey squirrels may attack eggs in the nest, providing squirrels with their own food supply. So foods like great and small nuts in shell and great and small striped sunflower seeds that we sell in Bet's Corner. This will help keep them away from your nest boxes. If you inspect the box once occupied, the birds may desert it. So unless you have a camera box, watch from a distance and avoid direct contact with the box. Now part of the annual cycle of nest box maintenance is to clean the contents of the box. Cleaning can be done whenever the pair of birds have finished nesting. This varies according to species, but some birds such as sparrows can continue until late summer. So I recommend that you clean your nest box out between October and January. A wide range of British bird species will take to nest boxes, but before putting up a nest box for a less common species, it makes sense to do your research and see what's in your area. There's no point in having a barn owl nest box in an urban garden, for example. Given the right conditions, many birds will adopt a cavity nest box. That's a nest box that has a hole in the front of it. Birds like blue, marsh, coal and great tit will take to them readily, as well as pied flycatcher, tree sparrow, house sparrow and nuthatch. Of these, it's the great and blue tits the most likely occupants in your garden. Pied flycatchers are a very special bird and well worth protecting, but they are only a possibility if you live near western oak woods, particularly in Wales, Devon and northwestern England. 
House sparrows have declined dramatically in recent decades, so a nest box for them are invaluable. These should be put under the eaves of your house and in open-fronted outbuildings. But they nest in colonies, so there should be several nest boxes to maximise the chances of success. Robins, pied wagtails and spotted flycatchers will sometimes take to small nest boxes with an open front. Of these, the most exciting is the spotted flycatcher. These birds like gardens and parklands with a scattering of trees and open spaces where they can catch flies. They like to make their nest in climbers on sheltered walls, sometimes as high as four metres above the ground. Other birds that might be attracted to larger, more specialised nest boxes include starlings, great spoy woodpecker, little owl, tawny owl, barn owl and swift. Most of these need more open space than is available in a typical garden, but if conditions are suitable, it can be very exciting to attract some of these wonderful birds to your garden. Another way you can help garden birds is providing them with insect food. It's easy to think that all birds eat seed, but this isn't the case. Insect-eating birds need insect food, which can either be provided in specialist bird feeds, like the Peter and Paul in full song, or Peter and Paul mealworm mix, or providing it mixed with suet, like the Peter and Paul mealworm suet pellets, or by letting an area of your garden become wild. Wild areas containing logs, meadows and grasses contain a huge amount of insects, the perfect meal for insect-eating songbirds. Whether you live in the town or country, you can help look after garden birds by providing a wildlife-friendly garden that includes water and having the very, very best foods available for them. Foods like Peter and Paul. For more information regarding Peter and Paul wild bird foods, please check out the Peter and Paul website at www.peter-and-paul.com or pop into one of our wonderful Pets Corner stores. The nearest store to you can be found at the Pets Corner website at www.petscorner.co.uk Well that's it from me. I hope you've enjoyed this look at what to feed garden birds during March and April. For information about the different birds that you have in your garden, please continue to check out the stream, and I look forward to speaking to you soon.